0: Hi listeners, this is Carol Topp with Homeschool CPA and I have been sharing with you on this podcast six things that homeschool group leaders don't know that could hurt them. So I started out a few podcast episodes ago talking about um, homeschool groups might not know about uh, nonprofit status, how to get that and maintain it and then they might not know that uh, tax-exempt status which is a status granted by the IRS is actually easier to get than ever before so they probably should consider being tax-exempt so you don't have to pay federal income tax on any surplus your group might have then uh, in the last episode I talked about the IRS requiring annual reporting from tax-exempt organizations every year the form 990 which comes in three versions the full form 990 the 990 easy and for small organizations the 990 N and how that's a annual report you need to file to keep your tax exempt status okay so in this episode of uh, my podcast I do want to talk about what happens if you don't file one of those required IRS annual reporting forms you didn't know about the 990 N or you, you failed to file it or something well the IRS made uh, a rule that um, if you do not file your form 990 in one of its three forms, 990, 990EZ, or 990N with the IRS annually, if you, if you miss doing that three years in a row, your tax-exempt status is automatically revoked. They just take it away automatically, uh, which means that... Um, any surplus you have is going to be taxed and you should be paying tax because your group is no longer tax-exempt. And to get back your tax-exempt status you have to go through the application process that you probably went through to get it or if you were what's called self- declared tax-exempt organization you have to apply even though uh, the first time you could have just self-declared. For example, church. Uh, not. let's not take church. Churches can self-declare the tax-exempt status, but they do not have to file that Form 990N that I talked about in the previous episode. But let's say um, you, your group is a a social club, which a lot of homeschool support groups are. You meet more for social purposes than you know educational, which might be uh, maybe co-ops or things like that concern themselves more educational. But let's say you're a 501 C7 social club, then you can self-declare your tax exempt status and you don't have to apply for tax exempt status with the IRS, but you do have to file that annual form 990 990 easy or 990n. So, um, a lot of homeschool support groups did not know about this new Form 990. They don't sit around reading the IRS website (laughs) because they got better things to do. And some of them finally find out about it somehow, contact me and say, we haven't filed, we didn't know about it, it's been like, you know, five years. Oh, okay, well, three years ago your tax-exempt status was revoked. So there are some ways to get that tax-exempt status back and it it just basically involves paperwork and some money and if you're a very small organization fortunately the IRS makes it not too difficult to get your tax-exempt status reinstated. If you'd like to read all this stuff in great detail you can go over to my website homeschoolcpa.com and I have several articles in my blog about how to get your tax exempt status reinstated and this form 990 that the IRS wants you to file every year I keep talking about so uh go to the blog page and over on the sidebar is a search box and you can type in any of these words you know tax exempt reinstatement 990 N, things like that but let me tell you about the the process uh, to get Reinstated uh, your tax exempt status, so you don't have to be giving over some of your your hard earned dollars uh, to the IRS in, in uh, federal uh, income tax. First of all, you do have to reapply using um, the application that you probably used the first time. Um, if you want to know, it's it's called uh, the IRS has a form for everything, Form ten twenty three. If you um, are an educational, religious, or charitable organization, and that would be for those organizations that want five hundred one c three. Uh, tax-exempt status, or if you were a social club, I kind of mentioned that's like being a 501c7. They use a slightly different form. It's pretty similar to that form 1023, but it's called a 1024. Sorry about all these form numbers and numbers to confuse you. But, um, you know, if you, it's easier for you to read this stuff than hear it. homeschoolcpa.com has a lot of information. But fortunately, a few years back, I think it was 2014, 15, I can't remember now. Okay. Um, the IRS introduced a, a new application form to get tax-exempt status. That's what I talked about uh, back in the episode about how tax-exempt status is easier to get and it is this form called 1023EZ. And you can apply for tax-exempt status or you can get your tax-exempt status reinstated, both those things, using this form 1023EZ. It's uh, for organizations with a gross revenues of less than fifty thousand dollars a year so for smaller organizations and there's some there's some other conditions but um, that's probably the the first one to know about for for organizations that have you know less than fifty thousand dollars of revenue in a year you can get uh, your taxes and status reinstated using this form 1023EZ it's filed online uh, the IRS fee is uh, $275.00. They dropped it. It used to be 400 when it first came out, so they have dropped the price, which is nice. Um, you have to kind of give a reason as to why, you know, you failed to file it. If you're a small organization, again, that less than 50000 the IRS doesn't ask you to write out an explanation or anything like that. They just have you check a box, which is very nice. Um, Again, uh, if you are eligible, you may not have to back file p- previous year 10, uh, excuse me, those annual form 990s that you missed filing. You don't may not have to, uh, but there are some organizations that the IRS uh, is not quite so lenient, and basically that's based on your size. If you're a larger size organization, they kind of figure you were supposed to have understood and been uh, been knowing the rules and laws or hired someone like me or be reading about um you know IRS required filings for tax-exempt organizations and and they'll put a little more burden um, on the larger organizations and you might have to file those back for 990s. But in general the IRS um, almost always um, reinstates your tax-exempt status sometimes they even reinstate it back to the date that you lost it if you don't wait too long to um, to reapply for it, so there's there's caveats and conditions, but for the most part, they reinstate your tax exempt status and back to the day you lost it, so it's seamless. So there's there's basically no back taxes to pay. So this happened with I've helped several clients with with this process of saying, well, let's get your tax exempt status reinstated. And, um, you, you know, pay the one-time fee to the IRS $275, but that's better than paying back taxes or paying a CPA like me to file the, the annual reports you missed. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, let's set up a system so you don't forget to file the IRS annual reports. Now, the, if you're a small organization, again, the, the annual report is called the 990N. I talked about that in the last uh, podcast episode, number sixty. Four, it's a very short um, online form it will really only take you five minutes each year to file this online form it's basically the way that the IRS says are you still alive we just want to hear from you yes we are but again if you go three years in a row without filing that 990 or 990 and in particular for small organizations you lose your tax exempt status you don't want to go you don't want to have that happen ladies and gentlemen so make sure you set up some kind of reminder system. Um, that all the leaders know about filing this form, that they hold each other accountable. Well, let's see the receipt. Did you get it done? Um, you, you know, every year, shortly after the end of your fiscal year, would be a good time to file that. So um, I hope that's helpful. I hope that uh, the thought of losing your tax exempt status does not overwhelm you. Of course, you don't want it to happen because you don't want to go through the paperwork and give the IRS any more money than you have to. But I, I just want you to know that there is. There is a consequence of not filing that 990N, and, uh, fortunately, there is a procedure put in place to help you get it back relatively easy. It's just paperwork, some money, some fees, unfortunately. Uh, You might have some questions about this, so make sure you go check out my website, homeschoolcpa.com. It's a website I set up to help homeschool organizations, with my knowledge as an accountant, to help you you know, run your group successfully. Focus on the things you want to focus on, like meeting the needs of your homeschool families in your area, and not have to focus too much on all this paperwork and and um, uh, tax stuff from the IRS. But my my job, I hope, is to encourage you in doing a great job of helping the success of your organization, and and I want to see you not have to pay taxes or give any money um, over to the IRS. So. I hope this is helpful. Please feel free to contact me. Hey, if, if what you find on homeschool CPA is not enough, then I do offer consultations, phone consultations for a fee. Um, it's, it's pretty reasonable for, uh, you know, private consultation with me so we can talk about your particular group, your particular situation, where you are now and what needs to be done next. So take care. I hope this was helpful and, um, we'll talk again next time. Homeschool leader, do you feel confused or overwhelmed by the job of running your homeschool group? You're not alone. Carol Top, the homeschool CPA, is here to help. Carol is an accountant, author, and retired homeschool mom who understands you. Her website has helpful information on co-ops, paying workers, and managing the money in a homeschool group. If you need personalized advice, set up a consultation with Carol. She's happy to discuss your particular situation. Visit homeschoolcpa.com today and get the information you need to successfully run your homeschool group.